Anchor, hello! I am back. I missed you so much. Um, I I don't know how long I'm going to be back for. I don't know if I'm going to be consistent, but I have missed doing this. I've been quite busy. Um, hopefully in the next couple segments, I'll let you know what I've been doing and what I've been learning. For all of you who are uh, faithful favoriters of this station, thank you for hanging in there. And um, welcome back to listening. And for anyone new, I just want to say welcome to the pod. Uh, my name's Lauren, and you are listening to the channel Sunwell. Let's get started. One of the saddest parts I think about being gone for so long was the sun and whale emoji were no longer in my most recent list on my keyboard. Um, I know that's a weird thing that I get caught up about, but it kind of bummed me out just now. Anyway, let's get caught up as to what I've been doing for the last, it's, I think it's almost been half a year. No, it's been three months. It's only been three months. It hasn't been too long. But either way, let's get caught up. So, in September, I started back. I'm completing my last year of my undergraduate degree at the University of Waterloo. Um, if you guys have listened to my previous episodes, or even if not, my program is called Global Business and Digital Arts. We call it GBDA for short. Uh, it's a really interesting program. Uh, they're making a lot of new changes in the next couple years, um, and it's going some really interesting places. It deals a lot with sort of sort of modern businesses, innovation ideas, um, and it's it's a very cool and innovative program. I think that's what really drew me to it. Anyway. I'm completing my final uh, year of that, and basically what your fourth year of this program looks like is there's no exams, and you have basically one class, and this class is a huge capstone um, assignment, and you're given a design, uh, design problem. You have to come up with a idea, you have to pitch it multiple different times, you have to come up with prototypes, um, you have to do user research, you have to do usability testing, you have to come up with a business plan, a marketing plan, um, sort of do cost analysis. It, it's really been an all-consuming project. It's like having a small little startup. So um, that's basically what I've been doing. Um, I've also been, I, I am pretty heavily involved you, in my GBDA program, so I do a lot of outreach with our first years and our second years, and um, it's just kind of been a busy couple months, but at the back of my head, I've just kind of been saying to myself, like, you got to get back into Anchor, because I really do enjoy this. I like sort of sharing what I've learned and having it as a place that I can share my knowledge with other people, not necessarily just... Um, you know, my immediate circle of friends. So I, I really like this platform and I'm happy to be back. So that's kind of the that's kind of the synopsis of what I've been doing for these past three months. I've been coming up with a product that may or may not come to market at some point. I also uh was in Lisbon, Portugal for about eight eight days. I was there for the Web Summit Tech Conference. I'm not sure if anyone else got a chance to go, but I had a really good time. I've never been before. I managed to get free tickets through a friend, um, a friend's workplace, which was amazing. And I had an absolutely amazing time. I got to see some really interesting talks about artificial intelligence and virtual reality, which is, um, you know, my favorite stuff. And just listening to a bunch of different speakers was, I, I really enjoyed it. And then I also got to see Lisbon. So that was great. And now I have a travel bug, of course, because now that my bank account is <laughs> depleted to zero, now all I want to do is travel around and do everything possible. So 
Uh, yeah, uh, mostly work, but a little bit of um, exploring the world. So now that I'm back, I've realized that I've had a couple call-ins that have been sitting in my inbox for ages. So I'm going to plow through those, hopefully give some of my insights, um, maybe help some people out. So let's get into that. My first one is from uh, Shruti. She's in, from India, and she's got some questions about freelance. Hi, Lauren. This is Shruti here from India. I'm new to freelancing, so I was wondering how much amount is the right amount to charge for logo design or web design or app wireframing. Uh, could you also give me insights on how to deal with a client when it comes to, um, you know, the amount of changes they ask us to do? It's crazy the amount of changes I've had to do in the past. And I was just wondering what you think about it. Thanks. When you first start freelancing, the issue of how much you're going to charge your clients and where you're going to draw the line at uh, client changes, those are sort of the first two roadblocks that always seem to come up. I experienced them um, and you it's just a natural part of life. So I'll see if I can sort of give you my my insights there. In terms of how much to charge your clients, it's really dependent on you, what you need to pay for, your sort of your lifestyle needs and all of those sorts of things. Uh, for me personally, freelancing isn't my only source of income, so I can sort of adjust my like my hourly rate and um, sort of the jobs that I take in, but that's not necessarily the situation for everyone else. So I'd love to just say like, oh, start with, you know, 50 bucks an hour and go from there. But it's not always that straightforward. So um, I actually found a really useful tool online that I used when I was first starting. And it's a website called FreelanceBoost.com. I'll put it in the uh, segment title so that you can check it out or if there's a way to link it. I don't know. See, I, I'm fresh back and Hinker is always adding new things so I'll see I'll find a way to uh, let you know where it is um, and basically there's three different sections and you uh, basically cal it calculates for you how much you should charge based on you know how often you're gonna work how much all of your monthly expenditures are how much your business expenditures are um, and then it calculates your rate and um, can also calculate what your annual salary will be I found it really interesting. Not only did it kind of make me start thinking about how much I really needed to be, uh, sort of how much money I kind of needed out of this uh, venture, but it made me a lot more confident that what I was charging was actually a workable rate for myself. Because you kind of get this tendency that you want to charge less money because you want to make the sale. Don't, don't do that. Charge what you need to make and. Um, if your work is good and you're, you know, you stick with that, there will eventually be clients that are willing to pay for your rates, um, in order to get some, some, you know, first rate work. Now, another really important challenge that always seems to come up when you're freelance designing is client changes and how many you should allow before you kind of draw the line and say, okay, no, this is too much. And everyone kind of solves this problem differently, and you do sometimes need to be flexible depending on your client. I know that I have been, but having a certain set of rules that you try to follow whenever possible is, is pretty useful. So I'll share sort of what I have done to um, mitigate the amount of changes I've had to make, and hopefully you can adapt some of those things to work for your business. 
So basically when I'm providing a client with an estimate as to how much um, a certain project is going to take, let's do logo design for example, um, I include a certain number of changes within that price. So I assume that I'm probably going to have to make three to four different rounds of changes and I incorporate that into my base price for logo design. And usually if the client is reasonable for uh, different changes is more than enough, especially if they've sort of been watching your process all the way through. But for um, people who tend to go over that line and sort of want to take advantage of, okay, not like, you know, just changing small little things sort of in a very nitpicky fashion, those can get old real fast and they can also eat into the time that you need to like you need to devote to your other clients. So the way that I've done it is I include about four changes within my base price for a logo and then I say, you know, any other change is going to be worth an hour of my time. So whatever your hourly price is, whatever you decide, say every change in addition to that is going to be worth X amount of dollars. So let's say that your base price for your logo is $50 and you charge an hourly rate of $10. This is all very hypothetical so that I can do math properly on the go. So tell your client, you know, the base price for my logo is $50 and any chain, so your first four changes are a part of the price, are a part of that $50. The next three changes after those included four, those are gonna be $10 each. And any changes after that are gonna be $30. I, the tiered system usually makes people understand that there is a cap. Um, I've never really had anyone go for an exorbitant amount of time after they've hit that $30 range. Um, like, I, I don't charge $30, but <laughs> sort of that, that part. I don't think I've ever had someone make, you know, seven plus changes. Um, but if that does happen, I have heard of people giving sort of date like this is the last final date for your project that I can schedule you in for. And again, depending on how easygoing or how difficult the client is, you might have to become more rigid or more flexible on those on those decisions. I'll leave that up to you and sort of your business style. But I do find having a certain number incorporated within the base price does tend to make people understand that there's a limit. And then having the sort of slowly increasing charges, um, the, the more changes that they tend to add does sort of help them realize that at some point they need to stop. And the last date notice, sort of being like the last day I can make changes to this logo is like December 30th, that also gives people an understanding of, oh, this person has other clients that I'm, they need to attend to. Because, you know, sometimes clients tend to forget that you're a freelancer and, you know, you have multiple different customers that you need to you need to pay attention to. I hope that that's useful. Um, again, I know that there's not any one solution. I'm just kind of letting you know what has been working for me for the last couple years. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. I'm always more than happy to clarify or talk further about any of this stuff. And I have another call-in that I got to respond to from Popcorn Finance. I feel terrible for how long these have been sitting in my inbox, um, but I'm still going to release them because, hey, I always love some positivity, and that is what Popcorn Finance is bringing to you now, so enjoy! Enjoy! <laughs> 
Hey Lauren, this is Chris, and I just want to call in and say, first of all, thank you so much for calling in. I was really good to hear from you, and you had some really nice things to say, so I really appreciate that, that you just took some time out to, to call in. And I was listening to your station, and you're asking for us to give you some of our favorite things. And uh, right now, I'm at the beach. I live in Southern California, and even though I lived out here for my whole life, I never really went to the beach that often. It's kind of weird. I guess most people think you go to the beach all the time if you live out here, but I never really did. And um, recently I found myself enjoying just coming out here to sit uh, like on a lunch break or after work just to kind of unwind. Um, and it's just very peaceful. Like it's very windy. Um, you know, you hear people playing volleyball. There's, you know, uh, it's just nice to look out to the ocean and it's very de-stressing. So for me right now, that's my, my new thing that I enjoy doing is uh, going to the beach and just taking it easy. You know, Popcorn Finance, I always love listening to you because I know nothing about finance and I can honestly say that about 70% of what I've learned has been from your podcast. So um, thank you so much. And you know what? The beach is great. And I don't think that's changed in the couple months that I've been gone. I'm happy that you're enjoying yourself and uh, much love here from Canada where it's freezing. And, of course, my search for everyone's favorite things continues. Please feel free to call in at any point. Let me know, you know, what you're thinking about. What's What are you mulling over? What are you really enjoying right now? Personally, for me, it's binge-watching every single season of Parks and Recreation. So, hey, um, I want to know what what's uh, keeping you going. And my last call in that's just been sitting in my inbox is, of course, from the innovation intern, Emily, who I miss. She's very far abroad. She's in the UK right now. I miss her like crazy. And um, I remember this now because she was doing a project about Anchor and she um, did a sort of practice call into my station. I don't know if she wants me to publish this, but I'm going to publish this. So enjoy, you guys. Yo, Lauren, this is my example call-in. I miss you on Anchor. Bye! Speaking of the innovation intern, um, I've actually been a guest on her channel or her station today. Uh, She's been doing a segment over the last couple days, as I understand, about um, user research and usability testing and those sorts of things. And that's kind of my jam. So I have a short little interview with her on her channel. So feel free to check it out. And uh, let me know if you have any questions on my end. I'd love Collins. I'd love things to talk about. And hopefully within the next couple days, I'll release some actual curated content for you guys, as opposed to me just responding to old Collins and uh, apologizing for being gone for so long. But until then, my name is Lauren, you've been listening to Sunwell, and I will talk to you guys soon, I hope.